Hi, this is John Dolan, formerly of the Dundee Stars, and you're listening to A View from Section C. Hello and welcome along to A View from Section C, episode 27. Um, we're still here after 27 episodes and we're continuing with our player interviews um, over the yep. summer. Senior is absolutely buzzing for this buzzing. one. He's been tweeting about it all last season and this throughout the summer. Yeah, people said I would not be able to pull this <laughs> off and I have pulled <laughs> this off. So, yeah, yeah. Senior, Senior has managed to bring through um, a, a UK hockey legend already, still playing, yeah. um, GB team, uh, very high level, played in the top division the last three years. Um, I've got some stats. You've got some stats? I've got stats. Wow, okay. I, we're back, we're back on Senior Stato Corner. Yeah. And... This is elite prospects. Now, I hope the guest doesn't come on and actually put me in my place with this, but it's elite prospects. <laughs> so, EIHL regular season games played 553, 248 goals, 252 assists for 25 assists, 51 points. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And when we introduce them, there is a link, and you know the link we're speaking about. I know the link that we're speaking you about. You know the link. We spoke um, about that earlier on. You've Some only just fans, found out this link. It's an age <laughs> thing. I've probably forgot. Yeah, probably but forgot. I, well, what we'll say is, I would say he's, he's maybe not as good as this link. I think this link had a, a better goal scoring touch than him. Oh, maybe, maybe. I, I think so. But yeah, right. uh, no, our guest is none other than Mr. Robert Dowd. Hey, boys. That was Dowdy, uh, how some, you doing? some introduction, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know get that uh, no, I'd turn up every week and just try and whack it like everyone else. And I've uh, <laughs> just been doing it a long time, that's all. Yeah. 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 So, I went, to introduce, I went all... Yeah, sorry, I went so all we need, stats. We need to introduce this link. Sorry, we need yeah. to introduce the link first. So, oh. senior, I'll let you take it. Seeing as it, seeing as it's your uh, right. Well, what is it? Is the gold? So, it's the golden boy in Sheffield, isn't it? It's it the, gold? the golden. It's the golden boy, the golden child of Sheffield. Yeah, right? yeah. Child of Sheffield. And he's. I, I'm going to say, Robert, that your goal scoring feet. Right, I think you've maybe followed in someone's footsteps with your goal scoring and assist feet. Right. Go on then. He played for the Stars in twenty in two thousand and one to yeah. two thousand and two. He yeah. played forty four games. Yeah. Zero goals, three assists. <laughs> How many fights though? I, I never went to the There was a few, but I don't <laughs> there think was there was that few. many because I think that was towards the end. Yeah, uh, there yeah. was a few. There was but a yeah, few. Um, us us uh, diehard Stars fans will. Will now reveal and know this that, that Robert's 
older brother is Gary Dowd that once played um, a season yeah. with Stars. The Stars' very first season in the British National League. I when Tony Hand was the player coach, you had Paddy Lockie, Tony Hand. Yep. I think you had the Flying Scotsman that year. Like I, I lived and breathed it. That's why, obviously, I got into the game. My two older brothers both played professional hockey, and my old man had us quite far apart. So I grew up. I kind of got dragged around the rinks when I was just a bairn, watching them two both played professional and. I actually drove Gary up with my old man to drop him off for the first day of Dundee camp. Is that? You should yeah. have stayed. You should yeah. have stayed. <laughs> yeah. No, that was... Because he's, he's always said he, he loved it there. He had a great time in Dundee. Yeah. And, uh, he, was, he was a character. Certainly was yeah. Gary. Yeah. Was a he was. Still, he was. He's, I'm still friends with him on Facebook and... You know, yeah. when you suddenly see the old photographs, um, as you Aye. see, Tony was there. What a team you had that year, by the oh, way. You won everything. You absolutely crushed everybody. Obviously, I followed it. I was I was the biggest fan because obviously my older brother was on there. Yeah. But yeah, you dominated that year. What a yeah. team you had, though. Gary's at the back. You've got Scott Young, Jan yeah. McKell. You've got Murph in the goal. Murph, Murph was a proper burn, wasn't he? He was a yeah, burn in, yeah. in the net. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I don't know. You, what a team that was. Yeah. So yeah, remember, that was, that was my first. That was my that first was professional first team watching. Um, was it? You know, before that it was all it was all recce hockey. Um, but yeah, I would have been ten watching ten? that. Um, yeah. yeah. I can't even think. Can't think but how yeah, old that was. Back. What yeah. you're thirty-five now. 34. Ouch. 34. Elite prospects, I think, has got 35. That year's a big difference. <laughs> so, yeah, there's three years difference between you and I. So, yeah. Aye. Be about 13. Was it 12, 13, eh? Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So, thinking about that, going right back to the beginning, how did the young Robert Dowd really get into ice hockey? Was it through your brothers or was it even before that? I well, to be honest, Billingham. I don't know how many people have been to Billingham, but it, it's a it's a very small town in the northeast, right by the coast. You can probably drive in and out of it in about three minutes if you put your foot down. It's about two <laughs> miles squared. There's one big road that runs through it that way, and one big road that runs through it that way. It's a little town, but there's a big leisure centre there with an ice rink, swimming pool, footballs. And uh, like I said, just growing up, my two older brothers both got into hockey. When they were, they got into it a little later, to be honest. They were probably early teens, they got into it. Where obviously, because they're, they're a lot older than me, I have a big family. They're a lot older than me. I was kind of dragged up round ice rinks, following them everywhere. And obviously, from being knee high, they've got pictures of me in big jaw for helmets and stuff like that. Just hanging around the rink, being a rink rat. And I was, <laughs> that was my mind made up, really. I was going to be a hockey player every time at school what you're going to be when you grow up you're going to be this you're going to be that and I was adamant yeah. that that's what I was going to do so no it was a, a small town it's a, I'd call it a hockey town because for how small the town is even now they're in the third league they sell out most games yeah they're still, they're still calling, them for how, calling them stars how small it was I think it's the Bellingham Stars, Robert. Is that, is that right? Bellingham? I, I, I see. Yeah. I still get told off now bombers? because when I was there, it was the Bombers. The bombers. Yeah, yeah. 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 So bombers when I was a young'un, 
And then it was the Billingham Eagles for a little bit when I was a young'un. And then I left and then they kind of, I think they merged it with Sunderland or something happened and they got changed to the stars. But when I go back, I still call it Bombers and I get people telling me, it's not Bombers. I'm like, oh, I'm old. Sorry. Forgive me. Yeah, no, but, yeah, I, uh, I remember still home. Bombers. Aye. Still home. Because that's that was the big misconception when I first went to Sheffield because I was only a Bairn, because I was only a young'un. When I got there, in the paper, it was like, young local lad makes it good. And every kind of paper interview, I was like, "No, I'm, I'm from the north, like northeast. Lads. It's, I'm it's, from Billingham." It's one thing that that we've actually said before the show was a lot of people, so a lot of Stars fans that will listen to this and will watch this will be surprised by your accent of being from the north and not Aye. Sheffield because yeah. you've been there for for years. So yeah, a I, lot of people I, will be was, surprised. When I was a youngin, uh, I left school. 16 you don't leave now you leave at 18 now don't you yeah. when i was younger you left at 16 and i went to college for about two and a half months i was because my dad because my brothers did it my dad was always like get a trade behind you because if it doesn't work out you got a trade behind you you can do something so i went to college to be a sparky and then i went away with team england under was it under 17s or 18s and i got scouted while i was away so I come in from college one day and my dad was like, right, do you want to finish off your college or do you want to go and play hockey in Florida, the one you go and play over there? I was like, oh, wait a minute, dad. Do I, want to go, do I want to go to college in Hartlepool or do I want to go and live in Florida? Like, So I ended up, off I went, I went to Florida and then I had a great time there. And then when I come back, I was only, again, I was only young because I went to Florida when I was 16, 17. So when I come back, I almost signed in Newcastle, but they they were like, well, we're not going to pay you. You can come sign for us, but we're not going to pay you. And to be honest, my dad wouldn't let me go to the top league because I had a couple of teams from the top league. I had Newcastle, Basingstoke, and it might have been Edinburgh all reach out when I come back in the country. And my old man was like, you're not going to go and sit on the bench. He said, you know, if you go and sit on the bench, you'll waste away and out. You'll get put into a grinder's role. You'll never get out of it. So he's like, I want you to go into the league below because it was the EPL at the time. He said, I want you to play hockey. I want you to play 40 minutes a night. So then we kind of touted me around a few places in the EPL and then Sheffield offered me a whopping, I think it was about 100 quid a week I got. And it, it, about, it about covered my beer money and my petrol money and that was it. They stuck me in the house with a couple of imports. And I lived the dream as a young'un. I was living, playing hockey. Yeah, it come. To, we get paid on a Tuesday. It come to about Thursday, and I was I'd had an out left. I went out with the boys for a couple of nights. I had a couple of meals, and then I was like, I'd be calling my old man like on the weekend. Can you bring me some beans and pasta and some chicken down, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, there. I, so I was from Sheffield from what eighteen, nineteen. I played in the EPL, and the the big pull for Sheffield for me when I was younger is they said I could train with the Steelers while I was playing in the EPL side. So I could train every day instead of just twice a week with the rest of the boys. So I got to train every day and then obviously play the weekends with the Simiters. And then if there was a free weekend, I'd play for the Steelers. So I dotted a couple of games here and there for the Steelers. Yeah. What was, you know, you said that you were at the Simiters playing EPL. When you, when you got that Aye. call up, 
to the Steelers, what was that? What was the call? What was the difference in levels when you suddenly stepped up from EPL? Oh, it was massive. When, when you were when you were young and stuff like that, yeah. When you were young and stuff like that, it was a big, big jump. But when I was young, I was full of confidence. I was a cocky little shit, to be honest. Yeah. And, uh, Nothing's changed. Yeah, no, not really. No. I'm just an old cocky shit now instead That's of young that. cocky shit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, when the I don't I played one year for the Simmers and the Steelers offered me a place to be honest after that first year. But luckily, my old man, because he'd been there with my brothers, went in and said, "Well, is it a where's he going to be? Because it was only three lines back then." He said, "Is he going to be in your top nine or is he going to be a spare?" And they said, "Well, he'll be a tenth forward and he can work his way." And my dad was like, "No, not signing it." Mm-hmm. So I went and played in the EPL again for another year. And then when it come round, it was like, is he going to be in your top nine? And I went, yeah, he'll be on his on the third line. And then that year, I had, I had a great year. I played, I ended up on a line. At first, they, they put me on the third line, but I, I did well. I ended up playing with Ashley Tate and Jason Hewitt on the line by the end of the year. I was playing on the second line and we had a great year for points and stuff like that. And then the rest is history. They kind of... I scored a few goals against Nottingham and that was it. I had a contract for life in Sheffield. Oh, that's <laughs> I scored an hat-trick against Nottingham as like an 18-year-old and they were like, that's it, sign him up forever. And I was like, oh, okay, sounds good. And then you actually had a season in Belfast. Aye. How did, well, that, did what that it was, was What it was, I wanted to play in Europe. Once I'd played one or two years in Britain... My aim was I wanted to go to Europe and play hockey because I was getting tastes of it. Going away with GB, GB happened a similar time as when I first started playing for the Steelers, uh, when I was just playing up a few games. One of those games I played was against Coventry. And Coventry at the time, Paul Thompson was the coach of Coventry and GB. And one of my, it might have been four or five games on my second season, uh, we played against Coventry and I ended up having a night I played about four or five shifts, but I managed to score a goal and get an assist. So then I got a phone call that night from Paul Thompson, like, right, I want you to come to GB camp. So I managed to play, obviously, a few years GB and going away and playing in Europe. I thought I could play at this level. Like, I wanted to go and see a bit of the world and play in Europe. And with Sheffield, because I'd been there four or five years, it was going a little bit stale. And there was a big change in coaching and ownership and everything was going on in Sheffield and Belfast kind of got in my ear and was like we want you to come here we don't want you to stay here we want you here for a year and we'll get you to Europe we'll help you we'll tout you around and help you get to Europe it was Dougie Christensen had gone from Edinburgh gone to Belfast he got in my ear and was like I want to bring your ear but I don't want to keep your ear I want to help you progress and get away so I was like that's that's what I want to do I want to get away so I ended up jumping over to Belfast and then from there we went to I went to Sweden. So that when you went to Belfast and we, we joked on it earlier on, every time you're on social media and Sheffield fans talk about you, you've got this golden boy, the golden child image that, that seems to go. How did they so, feel about their golden child going to Belfast? And not great. Normally, whenever you, you might have been there, uh, if somebody from Sheffield has left and they go to another club, the first game back, they always get welcomed back. 
So there's always, oh, welcome back, so-and-so to the arena, and everybody claps. I didn't even get welcome back. I think when my name got called, I think I scored a goal. It was booze rang around the arena, and oh, I was a proper black sheep. People weren't speaking to me. I was like, oh, God, people I'd spoke to for years, and I was just like... At the end of the day, it's our, our job, yeah. our livelihood, and I wanted to go and play in Europe. And I thought at the yeah. time that was my best route to get there. It yeah. wasn't anything yeah. against Sheffield, obviously. I'm, I'm back here. It, it's home now, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. from the Northeast, and I'll never not say that's where I'm from. I'm from the Northeast, but my kids have got a Yorkshire accent. It's <laughs> one thing I always said when I met the missus. I was like, we'll be moving back home. They won't be talking like you. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still here. I've got a Yorkshire accent. It's home now. Sheffield's home. I think once I retire, I don't think I'll move back north. I think I think we'll be here. Kids are settled in school and wife's happy because she's close to her family. I moved away from my family when I was 16. I'm used to being away. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we had someone somewhere, didn't we, Junior, with we, we John Dolan. I, yeah. I think you probably remember John, Robert. John left, Aye. obviously, Dundee and went to Fife. And he Aye. went to Fife, I think it was for one season. Um, yeah. yeah. I think you maybe got a lot tighter than what John did. You know, there was yeah. a lot of upset that John had left to go to Fife. Um, yeah. I think John scored against Dundee, but what we noticed was he never celebrated. He just, yeah. the puck went in and he just stopped and just stood. And yeah. it was like, at that point, you, you sort of really seen, this is a job. This is yeah. a job for me. Uh, I've, I've signed for five. I've got to do a job. And then within the next season, Aye. he was back again. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, well, it was, again, it was it was awkward solely because it was Belfast and Sheffield going for the league title. Mm-hmm. My first time back, I scored a goal. I had a good year that year. First time back, I scored a goal. Then it come to the last weekend of the season, I think, and it was Belfast doubleheader against Sheffield. And I scored in the first night to kind of win the title for Belfast. And when a game's on the line like that, emotions are going. <laughs> you celebrate. You'll probably realise I, I celebrate every goal like it's my last. I, I had a friend, a close friend, say it to me one time. He's like, celebrate every goal. Because I kind of, I scored a nice goal. I didn't do anything, just tap gloves. You know, what are you doing? I was like, what? He was like, celebrate every goal like it's your last. He said, you could go out there, blow a knee out and never play again. The last goal you scored, you didn't even make a smile. It's like, what are you doing? And it kind of, it struck home with me a little bit. I enjoy scoring goals and making a difference and helping your team out. And it kind of stuck with me. And I was like, yeah, when you score, celebrate a little. So I I did, but it was against Sheffield and it was a bit, I got a bit of slack for it. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. That's my kind of player. Doesn't matter Aye. who you're playing for, who you used to play for, and you no. score, you celebrate. It's, it's, it's like a game. football. You see these Aye. football players that don't celebrate. No. Yeah. Celebrate. Yeah. This club yeah. is now paying your wages. You play for that club, you celebrate. Yeah. And as you said, a hockey career could be a short career. Very, very short. Yeah. Yeah. You went to Sweden. Aye. And you signed for. IF Troya, which is another link with us because the Stars have just signed a new netminder from IF Troya. Right, okay. Um, how did that move come around? And what, what was life? You've obviously said you've been away from the UK or at Florida. What was it like living in Sweden? 
you know what? I really enjoyed myself. Try a uh, Youngby. Uh, Youngby's the town. Try a Youngby. It's a small town. I wasn't quite ready for that. It was a bit of a culture shock because I'm from a small town, but this was a very small town. The hockey was outstanding. It was super fast, and it, I was all excited to get away. And the way it came about, I don't know if you've been looking on Elite Prospects, uh, I had a World Championships that year, and I had a good year in Belfast, full of confidence, playing well. And I went to the World Championships, and I had a, a really good World Championships in... I don't know the points exactly, but I had I had a good one. And after my last game, I went back to the hotel. And as I was walking back, I got pulled up by an agent. And then I had another agent waiting for me in the hotel. And I got offers in Austria, Germany too, and then Sweden knocked as well. And I was just a young... I, I didn't know. I just wanted to go to Europe. I had no idea. And I had a couple of boys in the team like, go to Sweden, like Sweden's the proper hockey country, da 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 so off I went, so I ended up signing the contract, off we went, it was a bit of a culture shock, because I was, I'd been living in Sheffield for five, six years, then Belfast, all big cities, everything going on, we pulled up at this place, and it was, they've got a new rink now, but at the time, a little old rink, proper old school, you know, all standing, concrete, cold, and ice hockey everyone was fast strong it wasn't as what's the right word it's not structured but it was so young the league it was like a thousand miles an hour running to somebody a thousand miles an hour running to someone a thousand miles there wasn't much structure and slowed down pace to it where the league above and the elites here and there there's the thousand miles an hour but it's a bit more structured and free-flowing hockey where it was a bit stop starts but we enjoyed ourselves, me and my wife, but like I said, it was it was a culture shock. Uh, the town had little coffee shop, hotel, supermarket, and that was kind of it. And if you wanted to go out for a beer, you'd go to the hotel. If you wanted to go out for a meal, you'd go to the hotel. If you wanted a coffee, you'd go to the hotel. So it was a bit like, oh. So uh, the missus was going a bit out of her mind, to be honest, bless her, because the nearest town to, if you wanted to go shopping or have a little walk around is about, it was Vecqua, which is about 45, 50 minutes drive away down the motorway. Yeah. So there wasn't much going down. So I left one time to go to, I think it was Japan with GB, and I come back. She was kind of almost rocking in the car, and I was like, all right, honey. And she was like, I haven't spoke to another human for 10 days when you've been away. I was like, oh, God. So I, was like, <laughs> idea. I was like, let's get a dog. Yeah, best friend for life. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a dog that we got from Sweden. <laughs> oh, tremendous! Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, I didn't know what to say. I was just like, uh, yeah. dog. We've uh, we we've signed a few guys from um, the hockey Alsvenskan. I think that's yeah. how you say it. Um, uh, that's it. You know what? I think the stand the standard of that league's always always gotten better from from when you were in it. Yeah. But how you know how would you compare that league to the elite league? You know, there's some, you know, what fan bases are like. It's it is super fast. Whoever you've signed from there, there will be a good skater. Like the team I was on, we weren't a top of the table team. We were very mid range, but everybody could fly. I remember getting there, and that's one thing I've always thought I could do. I've slowed down a little bit as I've got older, but when I was younger, I think my main attribute was I was fast and a good 
And I got there. Normally, obviously, over here, you've got your top couple of lines and then your skating sometimes drops off a little bit. You got over there and they had four or five lines on practice and every single person was flying. And I was like, holy smokes. Normally in the skating drills, I try and come first every time. I was middle to the back of the pack yeah. when I got there. Oh, God, I got to work on some stuff. So most most guys, if, you, if you've signed any guys from there, I imagine they'll be able to fly. It's fast. Like I said, it's not as free-flowing. I think the Elite League is a little more free-flowing hockey, where there you, it's very almost structured and up. Your wingers are up, down, chip, bump, get off, up, down, chip, bump, get off. Where there's a little more free flow into the elite league, but the speed over there is rapid. Yeah, yeah, and no, it's encouraging to hear that because obviously, as I said, you know, you know what, you know what fan bases can be like when when you sign guys and they look at elite prospects and and you see obviously the guy we just signed. You know, he's, I think he had ten points in fifty odd games last season. I was and it's just about to say it's not a high scoring league at all. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have much there. How much did I, I I had. 25 points in 40 games or something like that and I was the I think I was the third second top point scorer in our team I was out for a little bit of the year busted my hand up while I was there but it's not a big scoring league at all I I wouldn't I'd take those stats if you're getting a guy from the Alskan Alsvenskan with a little pinch of salt because unless you're on one of the top top teams one of the top top teams there's not not many points scored yeah, yeah, encouraging to hear that because say you know fan bases are a bit worried when you see stats on paper that aren't high. Yeah. And you're like, you know, no. what are we actually people, getting? Are we getting a grinder people, or when when they look elite prospects can be deceiving because some of the oh, best yeah. players I've played with come over here and you looked at their elite prospects and it was very underwhelming. And then you sometimes yeah. look at elite prospects and you bring a guy on and you think, oh my god, he's going to be a world beater. Well, the the, the classic the, example and... for us was. Um, Sebastian Bengtsson last season, his point production in in that league was very poor. But then, Aye. top five points last season, I think it was. Yeah. You know, it, it's crazy what player, what you proper player. Up. So, so yeah. Um, but obviously, you went from Sweden. You came, you kind of came back into Sheffield and stuff, and and then COVID hit. Um, Aye. a couple of years ago, Italy. Just Beautiful. to keep it ticking over. How how was that? Italy, it was amazing for me, to be honest, solely because just before, the year before that, I'd blown my shoulder out. I got tripped, slid into the boards, and AC joint exploded, so they needed to put me back together with screws and wire. And I was just coming back, COVID hit. It just gave me, to be honest, it gave me time to to rest, get it back properly, and then I was about to sign back in the Alsvenskan. I was okay. speaking to a agent. I'd pretty much almost signed. We'd agreed on everything to want the Alsvenskan. And then Marco Valorand, who I played with in Sheffield, called me up and just said, I'm heading to Italy. They want another forwards. They've asked if you're available. Well, what do you think? And I kind of weighed it up and I thought, well, I'm not going away to try and stay away like I was before. I'm, I'm going away to literally tick over. So I thought, well, am I going to go back to the Alsvenskan where it's going to be fast and I'm going to get hit every single time I get the puck? I'm going to go to Italy where the league's a bit of a step down from the Alsvenskan, but I can look after myself, get better, and I'm going to have a buddy instantly out there already with Valorant. So it was a no-brainer, and we went out there, and we had a great time. The the, the organisation over there was amazing. 
loved my time there. I still speak to the boys now. I still speak to some of the some of the guys on the board, some of the members on the board there. We have a great relationship and I thoroughly enjoyed my time there. It was amazing. It was proper life experience. What a beautiful yeah. country. Yeah, no, um, but then obviously come back, COVID finished, back in Steelers colours. Nice. Um listen, we love to give you Steelers at tight. Like it's it's part and parcel of the game, you know, it's it's Sheffield, we need to give you it. Um, ah, of course you do. I like how seniors wearing uh, orange today, though. He's a secret stealer, well, isn't he? <laughs> Robert, you know what? I've actually, I'll be honest with you, I've actually changed it because the T-shirt that I had on when I come home from work was pure orange. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I cannot come on this podcast and a bright orange T-shirt. He's, he's a secret stealer. Just letting everybody know on the podcast. <laughs> I've had it. I've been getting this so tight because I've managed to get you on this, and if I turned up with an orange T-shirt on, that would be it. That would be it. I did. I did try my best. Um, I messaged Jordan County during the week asking if he had, um, potentially have one of his Nottingham tops from when he played that season in Nottingham, and I was going to wear it if I could get one, but no one had one around here, so you're lucky. Um, but yeah, giving it a bit tight, we're going to have to bring up um last season. Oh, um, <laughs> we have to. We have to. So obviously, we we seem to be a bit of a bogey team for Steelers. Massively, Massive. you're not a number all year. It, it happens. It happens every year. There's just one team you don't match up well against. Yeah, and we did not match up well against you boys. It wasn't just the playoffs. I don't know what yeah. our record yeah. was through the season. I don't I've think we're on the winning. I don't think we're on the winning. <laughs> all right, I bet you do. <laughs> uh, to be fair, you you were three one up. Um, going towards the end of the season, and it finished five three in games for for stars. Um, so it, it it was it was clear, you know. It, we always say you always get that one bogey team. For us, it always seems to be Fife in recent years. Fife's always been our bogey team in the last few years, and that's the last one. And that hurts, and that hurts because it's not a million miles away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, the playoff games. Um, I know we need we don't need to touch on it, but we want to. Yeah, of course but you what, do. How, what, what did what was going what was going on in the locker room? You know when you guys are three 0 up and three one on aggregate in the second leg, um, yeah. and we score just before the end of the second period. You know what's what's going through the mind, and then what you know what happened on the bench just when we started kind of clicking in that third period. For me, honestly, everyone was pretty calm, and it was. Obviously, business as usual. You don't. You try when you're trying in games like that. You try and not get too high or too low or too over over fussed. If you know what I mean. You just want to keep playing the game. But momentum just swing you boys' way. And then once once you've kind of got momentum, we were scrambling. Yeah. We were scrambling. And even when we almost clawed it back right at the end over the valley, it just yeah. You just blocked everything. You just hit everything. And it, oh, it, it was one of those when it went in. It was it was like a kick to the dick. Yeah, when 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 we came back up the road, one nil up. You know, we're we're thinking, oh, the game's going on and on and on at nil nil, and then Sebi pops up one nil, and we're thinking, God, that this is massive for us because usually, and we've said it on the previous shows, you, you guys usually take the home leg second. Yeah. You know, you usually take that away leg first. Hopefully, you know, see what you can get on the yeah, board. Yeah, you, you, you scrape out the away leg with a tie or if you're yeah. one up or something, then you take it home, don't yeah. you? 
And and when you go three 0 up, I'm sitting there and, and I said it to Charlie Combs a couple of weeks ago. I was going, this is done. You know, this this is just typical stars luck of we're, yeah. we're in a great position. We did it in Cardiff a few years back, uh, four two yeah. up, we come back and we get beat on home ice. And then, you know, just whatever happens. And the last thing I remember saying before the empty netter went in was someone watch Valorant. Yeah. You know, I'm like, come on, someone's there. But yeah, it's uh what was it what was it like as a player, you know, in an away rank? You know, usually Dundee, you know, we try to make it as loud as we can, you know, but you know, oh, it's a pain in the ass massive. to come now. It's a pain <laughs> in the ass. But you got you, you, know, you got you Loudons behind the, the bench. <laughs> Every time something happens, someone's chirping in your ear, and you're like, Oh, leave us alone, man. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, you you know what your place and Coventry are quite similar in there's a few people right behind your logo yes if something happens there's someone in your ear and you're like yeah. I'm used to it now so I laugh at people because I've been getting it for almost 15 years now so now I laugh people yep. shout at me or all and I just giggle because it's funny some of the stuff people say when you're not actually if you're not wound up when people say some stuff yep. It is actually quite funny what they say. I can't. I don't know who it was. I don't know you boys. How many years ago was it? It's about three, four years ago. We had a guy called Tyler Mosienko, and used to struggle uh-huh, for right. fun. And he got hit by our bench, and his helmet popped off and dropped to the ice. And as he was skating back to the bench, it was in perfect sync. There's about three years jumped up and it was like, you, you, L-G-Y, you ain't got no helmet, you ugly. Yep. And Every time. There was about four of us on the bench crying, laughing. And so, stuff like that. It's funny. Like, it, it, some guys take it to heart and I'm like, well, that's funny. That, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. But we've, we've seen it over the years with yourself that, you know, you've, you've went from that, being pissed off at someone shouting at you, but now it's just the whole, you know what, yeah, it is what it is, you know, just laugh it off. It's funny, it is what it is, it's, you're having a laugh, for what you, you're not going to meet me outside and try and scrap with us, like, it, it's an hockey game, you come to give me a bit of shit and then go and have a couple of beers, do you well, know what I mean? Well, Lar- oh, Senior's been before. close a couple of times. <laughs> He's been close a couple was, of times. Wasn't it last year, wasn't it last year, someone tried to fight someone from Cardiff or something it like that? It was McNally. So, Dowdy, don't worry, you will not be picked on next season because McNally will be there. And <laughs> I think the whole of Dundee hates alone. him. <laughs> You'll leave me alone then, that's fine. But yeah, it's one of those, like, as I've got older, when I was younger, I used to get, what's, what's that guy saying? Fuck that guy, do you know what I mean? But yeah. now, uh, yeah. You get it all the time. It's same in Nottingham. Whenever you go to a penalty box, there's a few in, in, in the cheap seats behind the penalty box who always try and give it to you. It's, it's and, funny. And, and we've we've always said that, you know, we, we did it with Simon Leach for years. Um, even 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 big Chris Cornerboy and stuff and, and, and Nickerson. You yeah. give them shit the entire game. As soon as the buzzer goes, you know, we used to obviously stand down at the cafe after games when the car park empty in. You know, yeah. you'd say hi to them. You know, oh, you know, yeah, good game, well played. You know, it's it's done, um, yeah, it's and game. that's the one thing about about Dundee. I've always said that is, no matter how much shit that we give you, it does yeah. finish at the buzzer. 
um, yeah, unless you start a, a bench clearance at the end of the game like you did a few years back when the goalie hit a fan in the face with his blocker coming off the ice. Um, <laughs> Who? Oh, uh, De Caro, yeah. De Caro. Oh, Remember play. when John that came off the ice and he, he blocked him? Was, I was, in Swe- was I in Sweden or Belfast that year? Possibly, possibly. Yeah, yeah he came, there was a, a bit of a there was a bench clearance at the end of the Challenge Cup first leg, and he he came off the ice, and it was a, it was a kid. I I I knew he was still at school because I was teaching basketball, and this kid was the barrier, giving him shit, and he just swung his blocker right in the face. Um, next minute, police are up. Security's got the young lad in the in the office at the front. It was oh tremendous. Shouldn't have been um, standing there. Exactly. Well, shouldn't have been so that's, close. That's why they've pushed the real Sometimes <laughs> it, it. I remember it happened a few years. Well, where I, I, some, someone was giving someone some shit as he was getting off the ice. Was it was it Nickerson or it was somebody? They're getting off the ice in Guildford, and someone ran down and got in their face. Yeah. And, at the end of the day, we're human beings. If someone's going to come and run at you, yeah, you're just yeah. going to defend yourself. Defend yourself. Aye, of course you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the same with that. Uh, you know, we, you know where we sit, and we've actually had people complain, right? So we're sitting giving you shit. Aye. And you turn around, you scoot your water bottle, or you swear back at us, and it's yeah. like security. 75, oh. he's swearing oh. at us. <laughs> You've just called him a oh. dick. God, <laughs> but that's aye. okay. <laughs> aye. Yeah, we're humans at the end of the day. We yeah. we make stupid mistakes. We do. You bite, and then yeah. sometimes after you've bit, you're like, oh, why did I do yeah. that? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, ju- just just as we're speaking, we've we've got a little bit more breaking news. Again, this is this is twice it's happened for us now. So, stars have just announced. The next signing and the guy that you were speaking about before, senior, that Romans Semyonovs. I think All he's right. going from hockey. Is that the correct? Is that the correct pronunciation there? It is. Romans Semyonovs. <laughs> You've been practicing, <laughs> practicing the mirror before they started, weren't you? I know. I know. Um, Ro- so Romans yeah, Semyonovs. Yeah, I think it's yeah, so the guy. Come from Sweet the same Latvian, again. I think he's coming from the hockey else van as well. Al Spenskin. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you signed some boys from there. You'll be quick then. Yeah. So so yeah, but yeah, just another sign for us. Two to go. Um, but I think, have, have we, we have we announced everybody yet? I don't know. I think we're pretty much signed up. We we don't really most... care about you a lot, to be honest. Um, Aye. You did you not? I do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you guys announced three this morning. Uh, McNally was one of them. Yeah, so yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how that oh, goes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we did then. The moon I, did, I didn't know if I uh, I bust a secret then after us after I said it. I thought have we announced. No, it we knew. Yeah, we think yeah. we think yeah. it was announced anyway. If not, well, this won't go. Out, this won't go out to the weekend <laughs> anyway. So you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine. That was oh, enough. Shit. That was enough. <laughs> if, if, it, if it's not, I'll hold off on editing and releasing until it's announced. <laughs> We're okay. <laughs> um, we had uh, we had Kyle Haas on the show aye. last week, two weeks ago, yeah. something like that, um, and he was full of praise for yourself. Is he? Is he yes, back? He was, is he actually? No, he's no. not back. No, is he geez. not back? He no. was good for he's you, boys. Gone. At the start of the year, start of the year, he was taking a couple too many penalties, but he figured it out. Like he, he played hard. 
he was yeah. obviously tough. He was tough as nails, played hard. But by the end of the year, he, he was in a lot of teams' heads. Yeah, he was a good player, man. Really good player. He's got he's got a job out, out with hockey at the moment. Um, right. In Edmonton, he got the job through Justin Farina. Yeah. Um, so he's quite friendly with Justin. Um, he's the role, the job that he's got. Sorry, he's on probation until September, end of September, and then yeah. he's going to take it from there. So right. he might be back. He, so he so hopefully he does amazing back. in this job, and we never no, see him again. Fingers crossed. Hope he fails a probation. <laughs> yeah. Well, one yeah, thing no, he did say. No, he he was really respectful of me. Obviously, at the start of the year, because of the way I play, we bumped into each other a few times, and we got under each other's skin. But we we was pretty respectful. There was no cheap shots. Like I thought he was great for us. So he was really good. And he he actually reciprocated that because he said there was one game, I think you took a shot right on the buzzer and it hit him. He blocked yeah. the shot and he says, because we told him you were coming on the show and he says, oh, Aye. what a guy, what a guy. He says he took the shot, I blocked it, I was down and he says he was right across. He opened, oh, yeah, because it was literally... And he said and the same. It was right on the buzzer and I went to rip one. I think I got him right in the ankle or something like that. But it was a bit... Late, do you know what I mean? I, I, I wasn't ready for the buzzer, I wasn't looking at the clock, so I'd already kind of followed through with my swing. And then the buzzer went, and then I ripped one right off his ankle. And I thought, Oh, that's a bit shit. sorry, mate. Like, yeah, all right. And you know what he's like, he hopped up and he's like, Yep, yeah, it's fine. And I was thinking, That's not fine, that fucking hurts. That I know, <laughs> I know, I shot that. that hurt. Yeah, but yeah, no, he was good, he was good for you, boys. I thought he made a big difference. Speaking speaking of um, one of your home games from last season, a few people asked me to bring this up. I wasn't going to, but I'm going to have to yeah. ask about it now. What happened with you and Sanch? Why did you pick on the smallest guy on the ice? Have you watched the tape? <laughs> I didn't I pick on it. him. He <laughs> picked on me. The fucking Don. I try to back check. We're in your ends. The puck comes out. And I'm trying to back check, and he cross checks me, and I go like, "Fuck off, leave us alone." And then he cross checks me again, and goes, "Let's go." And I was like, "Oh, okay, oh, okay. that—that's surprising <laughs> because Phil's Phil's not that type of player. Like, you get some yeah, skin, like yourself. Think, you get obviously, skin, those games but... when we played you all year, because it was tight games every time. They got heated, yeah. and he, like, I was trying to back check. And he was giving it to me, so I was, there we go. And so my head popped. I was obviously, I think, I don't know if we were losing at the time or it was close, and I hadn't, I think I'd just missed a chance or something like that. So I was yeah. frustrated. Yeah. He grabs hold of me, gives me a couple of shots. So I was like, all right, yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, that's surprising. That we false, were laughing false. about it, to be honest. I think it was a, a game or two afterwards, because uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I just broke the scoring records. And he come to me on a face-off and kind of slashed me on the laces. And he was like, ah, it's hilarious. He said, I've, I've had a fight with a legend. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, again, that that was just, it come from nothing. I think we were both just frustrated. Yeah. I was trying to get away from him. We got tangled up, I don't know if it was sticks or skates or something. We ended up punching each other. Yeah. So <laughs> probably, probably just to, to finish on it, we've we've talked club, we've talked different countries. The GB career, 
Aye. It's been a long one. It plenty has. of games, plenty of goals. You've played in some fantastic tournaments and against some yeah. top, top players. What's yeah. been your favourite memory with GB? Oh, see, that's that's tough because some of like the last couple of years in those top divisions are special. Like when you're playing some of those players, in the moment, you don't get it. But obviously, when I tell my young'un and stuff like that, when he'd call me and I'd say, oh, yeah, I was, I was playing against Patrick Kane today or stuff like that. that that's yeah. cool. But, yeah. oh, it's, it's tough to say one. Top of my head, gun to my head, uh, when we won gold to go to the top pool because we went to that tournament trying to stay in that division. So we yeah. went there and all of our talks and our we get handouts and stuff with systems on it was like, we belong here. So our goal was to belong in that pool. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like, right, yeah. we we belong in this pool. We we because we we'd done it for so many years. Obviously, I'd I'd been there a while. We'd we'd bounce up, we'd bounce down, we'd bounce up, yeah. we'd bounce down. We'd play some of those teams, and those teams we went to play that year, in our Reds. Obviously, we were really playing up to stay in that division. You had Slovenia, Kazakhstan, Hungary, the, all Slovenia. Obviously, they got the NHLers and they've got all the DEL players. Kazakhstan is all KHL. It's a full KHL team, pretty much. Is Kazakhstan. So we were going there to try and steal a couple of wins and stay in that pool. And obviously, you win a couple of games. We beat Slovenia. I think it was the first game. It was like, holy mm -hmm. shit! Where did that come from? And then, yeah. and then we beat someone else. Who else did we beat? beat someone else? And then our next game was Kazakhstan, and we were flying high, like we can. We can win everyone, and then we got stomped like yeah. six nothing or something by Kazakhstan. It was like, oh, there it is. Like, that's kind of what we're expecting. Like games like that, but it was one of those tournaments where everybody beat everybody. So it was coming down to it, and it was like, hold on a minute, we just need to draw, and we're going to be playing in the mm -hmm. top pool next year. And it was just yeah. mind-boggling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we scored a goal. We were getting beat two nothing. Yep. Yep. I managed to put one in and then we pulled the goalie and we managed to put one in with seconds to go to take it to yeah, overtime to tie. It was Farmer, wasn't it? it was yeah, Farms. And, the, and the whole stadium. What was cool about there, obviously people didn't, unless you were there, it was like a, it was like a 15,000 seat stadium mm -hmm. and it was obviously packed to the rafters, sold out, all Hungarian fans and it all like link arms and mm -hmm. bounce at the same time. I don't know. Ooh. And literally, you'd sit on the bench and you were bouncing up and down because the whole stadium, it was what an atmosphere. Yeah. But you could almost hear a pin drop when that second goal went in. And there was about 50 to 100 GB fans in the actual nosebleeds as high as you could see. And you could kind of just hear like a. Yeah, like from <laughs> the nosebleeds when you couldn't hear yourself think a second ago. Just that transition and that feeling of like, oh my God, what have we just done? Knowing that we were going to go yeah. and play people Best. who are our idols pretty much. My whole life I've played against some guys now. I've had conversations in the gym where I'd just been with like Krejci, one of the greatest NHL players ever. Yeah. And I was, I was in the gym with him like, Chatting for five minutes last time I was at, it was just like different worlds. Do, do, you, do you still get that, you know, before the tournament or or when you're kind of standing in the warm ups of that thinking? 
Shit, that's fucking Patrick Kane over there, or that's that's David Christie you know standing in front of me. Like the first time we went there, yes, and I think I don't think we had a good showing of ourselves because we were literally in awe. Like mm-hmm. the the first tournament in Slovakia, every game was like, oh, yeah. oh my god, look who that is! Oh my god, look who that is! Do you know what I mean? It was it was so overwhelming and. Obviously, yeah. it was amazing yeah. to still we beat that France team, which have, they'd not been relegated in, I don't know, only 10 years or something silly like that. Yeah. Like they, to beat them was massive. But those other yeah. games, yeah. I don't think it was our best showing because I, I can admit that I was, I was in awe of like some of the guys we were playing against, where I think obviously the tournament after that and the tournament just gone, I know it didn't go our way, but we were in every game pretty much. We were in the game against US. We were in the we were, we were in every single game. Because I think the last couple we weren't in awe anymore. We were like, right, yeah. let's show them we belong here. Let's let's not just come out here and kind yeah, of duel around sure. yeah. and amazed who we're playing. Let's let's go and hit somebody. Let's go and try and pop a couple of goals. And, I, and I, it must be a great feeling for you, you know, when you're telling your as you say, when you tell your kids who you are playing against, it must Aye. be uh, you know, it's a buzz for you, but it must be so much of a of a buzz for them. Yeah, my little one, he, he thinks it's so cool. That it's it's been a nice, obviously, being able to bring my little ones through. And he, my my oldest one, Oscar, he thinks he's a a VIP in Sheffield now because all the security guards know him and stuff like that. So there'll be like waves of people waiting in line to go in and he just walks through everybody now and like the, the security guards go, Oscar, like let's let him through the rope and everything. <laughs> oh, he thinks he's the boy now. But being able to grow up and have him in the changing room, do you know, after after a weekend, if we've got a Sunday game, mm-hmm. if we've won, if we've lost, he's not allowed in the room. There's <laughs> some, sour pe- some sour people, but if we win, he comes in and gives all the boys fist bumps and then he'll hang around and kick a ball around with the boys afterwards when they're cooling down. Yeah. To bring him up in an atmosphere like that, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. That'll be the new golden child. Aye. Well, you say that, no, he's, he's football now. He was playing he was oh. playing hockey, but his football's took off. He's doing really well. And he got picked up by a team and all the he's training a few times a week now and playing and it's it's starting to clash with the hockey. So I said to him, I was like, kiddo, it, it's up to you. I'm not going to force you one way or the other. What do you want to do? He was yeah. like, well, can I do football for now, Daddy, and see? And I was like, sure, why not? Yeah. So we'll see. I'm not well, remember, we'll, we'll remember the name, just in <laughs> case. <laughs> Either <laughs> way, football or hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I think that's me done. Aye. I'm sitting. Okay. I'm sitting here like, like Robert Down looks at Patrick Kane. Right. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Stop it, senior. Stop it. You've got oh. me a dickhead more times than I know what to do with from the from the from the seats behind us. So don't be don't oh. be chatting that. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, Dowdy, you sh- you should you should hear it every time you're coming up. Oh, we get to see Dowdy this weekend. Oh. Fuck's sake, really. <laughs> um, it's probably the only, probably the only player from another team that he actually enjoys watching and to- tolerates. Come up, so. That he actually yeah, tolerates. tolerates. Yeah, yeah. There we'll you go. Tolerates. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. From 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 both of us, obviously. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, no bother at all, boys. No bother whatsoever. Privilege to have you on the show. Um, no doubt we'll get some Steelers fans viewing this as well. 
Um, yeah, so what's yeah. what's your um, you know obviously it's a star space thing, but what's what's your kind of message for for Steelers fans in in the forthcoming season? Yeah, well, we're obviously we're we're trying to go one better this year, and obviously for the stars fans, thanks for giving me the shit, and uh, I'll see you this year. And hopefully, I'm on the right side of it this year. <laughs> Same <laughs> shit. Both, both sets of fans, both sets of fans, what they did for Martin Latal and everything like that. That was yes, that was yes. awesome. That was awesome yeah, last year. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, it was really appreciated, and obviously we all love hockey, don't we? So yeah, that's it. I'll see you on the other side. Yeah. So again, thank you, thank you again for coming on. Um, you know we've got, I think we've got one more, two more players, one two former stars players lined up, and um, for coming on the show we've got Eldoro Loco, Mister Dorwich. Um, on Mountain Time next weekend, I think, and yeah. obviously looking to get my get my hockey friend on and uh, Cam McGiffin in a couple of weeks as well. So, yeah. Um, so for this episode, thanks again for listening, and again, Dowdy, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks, boys. Appreciate yeah. it. That's great. Thanks very much, Robert. All the best for the season, apart from when you play us, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Probably. can I throw out there, senior? Yes. I want yeah. you down for my testimonial when I have my testimonial this year. Yeah, worries. No worries. You send me the details, we'll be there. We'll come down. Yeah. And just for you, I'll charge you full price. Oh, <laughs> could you not know, you know charge this double, please? <laughs> See, this, Thanks, this, I hope this Thanks is a, a, VIP, a VIP invitation here. <laughs> You're talking, yeah. You've got to be kidding, right? You've got to remember it. He, he plays in Sheffield, which is your They are worse than the Scottish for money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, thanks for listening, folks, and we'll see you again next week. Don't you know